Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome, 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 everyone. And if you are tired of change, then you're tuned in to The Great Show, the great show that can help you with change. Let me say welcome once again to Marvelous Monday. And it is a Marvelous Monday, Dr. Hagney. And yes, amazing. Yes, yes. I, <laughs> have you had a wonderful <laughs> day today, Dr. Hagney? I can always oh, depend yes, on you being right there, oh, right there at the opening of this show. <laughs> How are you doing, Dr. Hagney? Oh, hey, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. No, I really I had a blessed day. I couldn't wait. You, well, we, you know, we're so, going to have to brief. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'll, I'll mention later on. I'll, I'll witness a gentleman who's uh, been in prison. He, he was able to vote today. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. He, he, he took my tears yeah. in his eyes. I think he said the that last time he was, he was just, uh, we took, you know, took pictures of just the feeling and the, the chills, just, wow. you know, just seeing that happen. We, we carried him to, we carried wow. him down there. And he was so thankful and everything. It was just that, you know, I was told, we need, we need oh, to take a goodness. picture of that and show, show everybody who, Absolutely. who not to vote, who not to vote, this you know, yes. it, I wish I could capture his feeling, his expression of being able to vote after being incarcerated all those years. Uh, it was just, well, I, that's Hagney, all I want to say. But it was, that, it was we need to get him interviewed and that we can make that happen. We can get a story in the newspaper. You said you did take a photograph of him uh, mm-hmm. today yes. uh, as he was right. going inside. As he was filling out his material, my wife took the picture, I think. Because the people didn't see, wow, but yeah, that, we took a picture that, of him actually, you know, <laughs> in the process. And I tell you, he had tears wow. in his eyes, you know, just to That's see that, beautiful. and just think about people who do not vote and for different reasons and everything. Here's a guy so exactly. thankful. You know, oh my that, was, that was just all. So that was that was my that's that was a, part of my. That's day. a story. <laughs> that, that's that's a oh, story yeah. that should be captured and covered, and so. We can you can get with me um, uh, this tomorrow, whatever, and uh, we can we can get a story. We can get the newspaper uh, we, uh, to interview him. We can get the uh, CBS nineteen and seven of mm-hmm. some of the television networks. That is worth mm-hmm. talking oh, yes. about yes. and putting it out yes. there. That this. I yes. mean, how long has he been in prison? How long? Well, we. You know something. Let's oh. get. Let's get. We are. We are. We are don't the, talk about it right now. We're gonna. We're gonna no, get no, the we show open and rolling and running, <laughs> and then and then we'll talk about it when all the guests we'll talk about when it all the we'll team about members are in. Let's see, Mr. Arthur, great, are you there, great. Mr. Arthur? Yeah, how y'all doing? Am I in? Uh, we're Hello. doing great. How are you doing? Yes, yes, yes. Great. <laughs> Welcome back to your show, Marvelous Monday. <laughs> it, it is. Let me tell you, we've had an amazing weekend. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Dr. Hagney's experience today and some other things. But let's see if Pastor Cooper is there. Pastor Cooper, are you there yet? 
Well, hopefully Pastor Cooper will be coming in very, very soon. We're going to kick off as usual with uh, Dr. Hagney giving us updates on on what we look like with uh, uh, COVID-19 and all those other things that we're dealing with and how people are becoming more free for spirit, uh, Dr. Hagney. They're removing mm-hmm. the mask and they're enjoying oh. things. So bring us, give us a little oh. update and maybe by the oh, time let me, let me, let me give some high pointers. You know, some, okay. someone needs to be writing a series of books on this virus because one book will not cover it all. Because it would be a series, it would be a continued volume of series. So I'm hoping someone is documenting one of the universities. Somebody must need to be writing it. First, I want to mention, you know, the discussion about the, the five-day period, the uh, quarantine period, there are discussions that that might be too short. Uh, there are some indications well, that, well, that we, might be close to the 10th. I'm, I'm sorry, yep. I have to jump in. Did, did we already say that was too short? But go yep. ahead. Go right yep. in. Yep, we sure did. <laughs> and what's so concerning, what they're recommending now, because because of Thanksgiving, like you say, nobody's wearing a mask and all that Thanksgiving, Christmas coming up, they're advising people to go, to, you know, extend, go out to those 10 days. If you, you still stay away from seniors and also children, you know, because there yes. is some beginning sort of documented that you, even though after that period, during that period, you still can uh, spread the, the virus. So so that's why they deal. So that's a, that's a personal thing that you need to, if you're going to be around, grand, well, everybody's going to be around grandparents, Thanksgiving and families, uh, practice, the, you know, of course, masks, stay safe, just, you're not, not going to wear a mask, safe distance, wash your hands, just try many of those precautions as possible if you're going to be, uh, you know, crowd uh, over the holidays. That, so that one mentioned that. The other deal, number two, uh, which always fearful, there, there are new variants coming up. They, they're really concerning. Uh, what's what's frightening about this new variant is that they appear to be able to uh, be immune in the early same transition, but they are they're beginning to be able to escape the vaccine, the antibiotic, and possibly vaccine. They they are called the B B one one series, but right now it's about twelve percent of the cases in New York. Uh, uh, consists of that, so that we well we knew that was coming. That's why I say there's a need there's a need for series written on this virus. They're calling it the um, XBR variant, and they call it the nightmare. The ability to to evade wow. vaccines, including recently administered boosters. And these are small studies. They're just looking at this, but what they're seeing early, this is a cure, and so this is why they're 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 speculating this might be the uh, nightmare booster. Uh, so get boosted. I mentioned that government, everybody wanted as many people as possible by Halloween because of Thanksgiving and, and uh, Christmas. So it's not happening. People are not uh, taking the, uh, you know, getting these boosted. So that's, that's going to be a very interesting pro- uh, problem there. And get boosted. There also was a small study about Harvard and Columbia. I was sort of surprised they did that. They were saying that just bearing boosters was probably just equal to the first series, but uh, FDA shot that study down because it was small numbers in, the, in those studies. And you imagine people hearing the wrong word, just one word, the wrong word. And I'm really, I'm surprised that Harvard and Columbia reported that. But the FDA said they didn't have enough, uh, uh, you know, individuals in the study to reach those conclusions. And, of course, Pfizer and everybody, they're going to look at a larger study and everything. So I was sort of surprised. But it still talked about the advantages of getting vaccinated, the boosted or holding. So I, in closing, in summary, 
We just need to get as many people just get boosted. Uh, like you say, I've been in so many places this past weekend. You can almost count the people right. with masks on one hand. So that's it's, right. it's, it's that's right. And, and of course, what's happening with the children, hospitalizations, these holidays mm-hmm. are coming up. All I can advise people: just, just get your booster. Go get your booster. You know. And we haven't. Well, the right. issue about the vaccine is that basically it's just available in the pharmacies and also in the health department. And that that restricts our use because they don't, they don't work weekends and they they work nine to five. So that, that, that almost kill our our, our our church program. But our pastors, our churches are right. hanging in there. So <laughs> we'll talk right. about that later. Okay. That, okay. Well, let, before we move away from it, uh, let's let's bring out the fact about uh, the seriousness of our RSV, and we know that that is the respiratory uh, uh, virus. Uh, it, it's it's a, a syncytial virus that we see. Uh, in children, uh, babies, mm-hmm. in particular infants, you may see children and infants, and then you can see older adults uh, getting mm-hmm. RSV as well. Mm-hmm. Those that, those uh, cold like uh, like symptoms that can be very mm-hmm. very serious for infants mm-hmm. and, and children, mm-hmm. and as well as adults. So we want to uh, mm-hmm. to make sure that people focus on that. We have a lot of hospitalization right now within the last week or so of children yes. in the hospital with this RSVP, that short, rapid mm-hmm. uh, breathing, you know, that they have, and then that mm-hmm. grunting noise, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and you can see the chest cavity going up and down with mm-hmm. each breath, and then you see mm-hmm. the discoloration in their skin and everything, and, mm-hmm. and, and the shortness of breath leads to needing oxygen, and so you can have mm-hmm. uh, children uh, hospitalized very, very quickly mm-hmm for a period mm-hmm. of time hey, hey, uh, with, with those issues. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. Go ahead. Join in. Hey, Doc, you see that study where they said basically, basically reason the kids are getting out, the reason all these kids are getting sick now is because when, 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 during, that time, during that COVID period, they weren't around each other. And the way they kind of described mm-hmm. it was like, like actually, you know, like kids, you know, like we give each other, they just kids, we give each other, you know, we exchange these germs, right? We pass it around. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and so those kids, by them not being around their germ friends, those germs didn't get right. exchanged. So their immune system, the normal one that they mm-hmm. would have had, wasn't in place. So now, in other words, I'm like, I like the germs coming in on and say, okay, here we are. Yeah, no. very good. You great know, point. I'm glad you brought that out, That's, that's a great point. And also, who should have known? Who should have known that that was going to cure? Our public health system. Yeah. That shouldn't have been. Okay. You know, even there are a lot of kids who did not get vaccinated. They didn't get the COVID. But the whole discussion right. about vaccination was occurring in the schools. So there are a lot of kids did not get vaccinated to a certain extent. or required vaccination. They normally get every year. But who should have suspected right, right. you isolate a person? And you bring that person and expose that person to that. Who should have known yes. that on the front end? Our I health department, our health system, our health system. Mm-hmm. And so, what did they mm-hmm. say about mm-hmm. educating how you reintroduce, how you manage that? They, they really didn't start reporting yes. it to the hospital. Start having like forty or fifty or six percent occupancy. Then they start identifying yes. why it happened. Now, wait a minute. You, you knew, you know, studying viruses and infection and all that. That should have been known yes. by the experts. So if they go bring yes, the students sir. back in, it's been, it should have been a managed care system to bring the kids back in, make sure you go to the doctors, get what a vaccination they need, 
any kind of preparation they needed instead of just opening the doors and opening the schools and everybody go back out exposed. And if the first individual and, 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 should have known that, should, I should have been our health care experts. But, but let me say this also, uh, Dr. Hagney, and you're 100% correct. That's why non-medical politicians need to remember what their lane is. So if you've got mm-hmm. non-medical, there are some politicians yep. who, elected officials who are medical people who can speak mm-hmm. on these issues, but there are some. Rand Paul can't speak on that. Ma- Rand Paul can't speak yeah, on that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's all. That's the point I want to make. That if you got non-medical people, who uh, politicians, who elected officials, that's trying to make these decisions about whether they're going to send the kids back to school, whether they're going to say I'm not going to uh, deal with any masks, that they don't need the masks, that children don't get uh, COVID, which we we know better, right? But you heard, had mm-hmm. so many people saying. Uh, children don't get the COVID, and many children, to include, we lost some children uh, to COVID. So I'm saying that we need to utilize medical people who have that knowledge. The health department, you're right. We, but but if you but if you have if you have a school district that is making those decisions without the health department, without they can only yes, make exactly. the suggestions. But we have certain people who are running these operations, right? And That's so right. Exactly. I don't we don't need to say anymore. You know where I'm going. Yep. And you know where I, know, I, mean I know where you're going. We, I agree. we need to have health yeah. yes, we gotta have healthcare yep. people making these decisions yep. and not non medical people. And tying the hands tying the hands of the health That's department right. and medical people. Now, now who okay, go ahead. right now who cares now who's carrying the burden of this? The healthcare workers, yes. the nurses, yes. all the people in the hospital—they are, you know, right. they, you know, gee whiz, on top of that, they're the ones having to handle this, you know, and dealing with That's this, it. you know. But they weren't there, like you say, when someone was asking about. It. Now they have to carry the burden to, to save the country. You know? Exactly. So we want we want the parents out there with these young children, the infants and the toddlers, and then your senior uh, parents and grandparents. But when you see that baby that have those continuous runny nose and all that nasal congestion mm-hmm. that you'll see them with, mm-hmm. if, they're, if they're not mm-hmm. feeding well, you know, whether they're nursing mm-hmm. or whether they're taking uh, food by bottle, but if they're mm-hmm. so short of breath and there's difficulty in breathing, mm-hmm. then their appetite mm-hmm. is going to be decreased and they're not going to mm-hmm. be able to eat mm-hmm. like they need to. Mm-hmm. And then they got that mm-hmm. uh, wheezing sound and, and they're mm-hmm. just having trouble mm-hmm. breathing. That respiratory, oh. those upper, upper respiratory issues are the ones that we yes. see uh, in the children who are suffering That's from right. symptoms of RSV. And, and you know, in our community, we talked about the village raising child. What needs yes, to happen, sir. what you just said. We need to share it. Our whole community need to come because there are, there are parents who may or may not be familiar with what you're talking about, and they, they may have to That's work right. several jobs. There are a lot of reasons why That's right. they may not That's right. go to the doctor, or even availability to the doctor. So we as a village, we have to we yeah. have to look and take care of each other. Like you said, cousins, aunts, uh, yeah. go check yeah. if you know someone who might have a young child. Check on them. See if they know or where right. or what we are talking about That's right. and help them out. We want to help each That's other it. out because the system we sort of depending on is sort of falling short. So we have to help. You know, if you know someone that's having an issue or need help or whatever like that, just share the information with them. Help them. We got to help each other. Right. Well, in defense of 
uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to step on you, Mr. Arthur, and I'll give it to you in a second, but in defense of, of the medical people, they are overloaded. And so oh, yes. that's oh, why my. the health department yes. is important. That's why that's why the, our church is so important that we have. Oh, our, yes. Uh, oh, yeah. the, okay. So we have our medical society set up within our churches and so yes. that we can disseminate. Like October was Breast Cancer Awareness <laughs> Month. We had yeah. continued mm-hmm. at my church, continuous education. Mm-hmm. We celebrated. We yeah. had tennis sister. We had all of the activities to cover. And then next month, I'll share this quickly with you guys. Next month is Neonatology Month. And so we oh, uh, yeah. Taste of North Delight Restaurant is going to honor uh, those nurses and physicians who work All with right. the, in neonatology. We're going to flip That's some awesome. burgers on, on the 14th uh, out there at wow. UT Health uh, on Beckham Street. We're going to serve about 500 uh, nurses and some of the doctors wow. and the hospital administrators are going to help me. Incredible. Dr. Hagney, if you're free, if you're free and on the 14th and can come and join us and flip some burgers as well, uh, we'd love to have you to come and help to represent Taste of North Delight in celebrating those. And then we're going to have oh. some of the parents who have had newborn babies that that they wow. have been able to save those babies, and many of them mm, have had RSV because anytime you have them in the hospital any length of time, they're going to end up with yes. some respiratory issues. When they're yes. born, you yes. know this, when they're born, they're going to have yes. respiratory issues. Yes. I had a child, exactly. both of my children were preemies and had respiratory mm-hmm. issues. So that's what we need to do to continue. And I'm wow. sorry, Mr. Arthur, go ahead with your comments. President Biden said, uh, he, he, of course, they said we're in a tridemic. I mean, it's three of them. Uh, he, okay. he said, he said, he said, but the difference is this time is that we have, uh, you know, we have, we have medicines in place, da 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 to handle it. Now, now, now Doc, you know, went through uh, a COVID period. So, so I want you to, I want you to compare right the COVID period to right now. I, I might hear a little alarm in your voice, but that's what he said. So, so you break that down for us and tell us. Uh, like if COVID was if COVID was COVID, COVID was COVID one, then uh, 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 where are we at in the COVID period from one to five? Like if COVID was one, or where are we at right now in your estimation? Five being the worst. Yeah, five being the worst. No, 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 no. I would no, say no, no, one being the worst. No, no, one being the worst. One being COVID, the worst. COVID. I would say we probably we probably we we probably had a two. You know what I mean? Why I say a two? Because our system is proven is not is not is not um, prepared for any endemics anymore. That's what they talk about in the future. But where we are with two is because I say two because the new variants that's coming on, and also what we have stopped doing health wise. Uh, yeah, you can we count have, people. We have the medicine. Yeah, but yeah, but said we have the we have the we have the the medical. Well, I'm not. Support I'm not going. That, you know, I'm not. I, well, he can be one. I'm gonna be frank. I'm gonna be that, frank. One time, so we can hear, I'm, so we can get a good oh, understanding. Let's break COVID down a minute for you. Let's break COVID down a minute for you. So we can have a, a bad idea of what I'm talking about. Okay, COVID was like all hands on deck. Uh, you know, provided what no, you know, no cures. You know, what none of that. Uh, you know, so 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 you know, so now now you know we have those things. So you know, I wouldn't. I mean, this is my opinion. I wouldn't say a two. I'd say probably about. I'd say probably about. Uh, uh, three and a half, something like that. You know, because the issue the issue is still the same. You got people who won't go take the cure. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what? You know, 
you know what's making a difference? Is the new variant. See, the mistake people make in saying the, the original vaccines were, they were effective all across the board. They were more effective to, with the earlier variants, the Deltas and other groups. That's why people don't understand why we need the bivalent. But what's occurring with this new variant I was just mentioning, those earlier vaccines, it's going to take new vaccines because the, this, this virus is mutating. Now it's, seeing it's breaking through antibiotics, it's breaking through the vaccine. So that stockpile of vaccines that, you, that the uh, uh, president said we have enough of, this not the same, this not the same virus. The, the new virus is coming up. They have, they're, they're breaking through the antibiotic resistance. That's why you need the booster. And now these two I just mentioned they are seeing is that they, this, this virus is mutated to, uh, to get around the vaccine. And even if one study looking at it's even getting around the booster we're taking right now. So the statement that we have enough vaccine to take care of this, that was true with the earlier Delta. That is not true with the future variants. That's why I said there need to be a volume book written on this virus. It's going to be a series called Will One Book Would Not Be Written on This Virus because that's, the, uh, that's what happened with this five-day break. Because like one guy said, we don't know enough about this virus to say you can quarantine five days and your six days you go back out there. Because they're finding out that's really not true. The people need to study this virus. And I tell you, I hope some. Somebody need to be writing a series on this virus because I tell you, volume, volume two and three and four and five, five going to be different from volume one because it's going to be about. It's, you know, I, I just pray that this virus doesn't mutate to the point that it is totally effective against the vaccine, and that's what that's that's what the one is coming out now. So to say that we have a fully stocked vaccine, sure, if it was the virus we saw two years ago, but the variant now is not the same one. So that's wiping your that's wiping your meds out until we keep the research well, going to create new vaccines to stay up with this virus. And we're not doing that right now. So, that, so yeah, that, that's why I gave it a two, because the virus is still in, I won't say the virus is in control, but, but, we, but we're like, not. Right, but, well, well you, just, you just hit something right there, that word you just used, that, that sparked my thought process on we, what we got to look at. We got to look at the difference between the pandemic, the pandemic which we have been in, versus the endemic. We know that the endemic has its constant, its constant in the community, where as the pandemic, even though you're right, Dr. Hagney, as far as having these, these uh, viruses that are sneaking around uh, the uh, vaccine, but pandemic, now we have this pandemic somewhat contained. It's not spreading like it was. Like we were mm-hmm. killing, I mean, all the, even though we still have people that are dying, believe it or not, we still have mm-hmm. people that are dying from this. And those people mm-hmm. obviously have a lot of, uh, a lot of other illnesses uh, mm-hmm. that, that they're having to de- that they are dealing with, whether it's, it's cancer, or whether it's hypertension, diabetes, that's causing them to have issues that their bodies can't fight these things off. But this pandemic is somewhat, con- is somewhat controlled. Why? Simply because we have had this, uh, the uh, vaccine and we do have a moderate amount of people who have gotten, who have taken uh, all of the vaccines, all, all, you mm-hmm. know, all five. Well, what, I've been boosted ten, five well, I times. About, I think about 10, about 10 uh, maybe 12% of the people have the bivariant, and I think overall about 60%. There's a study showing that we yeah. continue on the current trend right now. 
they were projected by March is something like, quote me, something like 70,000 people are going to die. If we continue. Well, they are saying that we're, we're always going to have, then, we're always going to have some then, form of it. But then, if, but if, yo, yeah, we only have because people are not going to be obedient. Uh, so if, if, right, if people right? take the variant, you probably save about 40,000. You can cut those numbers down. If, but if we continue on the trend we're right now, assuming we have all the vaccines, everything normal, they're projecting something like 70,000 people going to die between now and uh, March uh, 2023. But if people go and get these boosters, that's why they was talking about the boosters by Thanksgiving, I mean, about by Halloween, to get ahead of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and Christmas. But see, that's not right, happening. Right, so, right. so what's going to happen with the Thanksgiving, Christmas, and all these other events, going to drive that number up. That's, what, that's what's getting us out of that norm number. That's why I was saying that, too, because we're not being obedient. That's what we, we, we're in that number because we, we're creating that ourselves because of things we're not doing. So if we do what we're supposed to do, sure, it'll move up to three, hopefully four. But we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. How many people you see with a mask on out there? Even wash your hands and this. Yeah. If you can get. Oh, there he is right there. Hey, Pastor, how are you? Well, I didn't know they had me trying to wait to jump in. What's going on, Coop? I didn't know she had Sorry. Jump on in there. Jump on in there. Yeah, well, I'm I'm traveling, so I'm going to have to run somewhere and get my phone charged, but I've been trying to jump in, but you guys been, so that's good. Uh, you know, I'm that so book sorry. he's talking about, you, you can title it The Book of Death, because what he's saying is true. If we don't hurry up and get vaccinated, uh, we have a lot of our elders that are going to be with us and folks with underlying uh, conditions. You know, in the African American community, uh, we have this thing called sickle cell, that uh, yeah. that attacks our blood uh, stream. So we really need to be careful with our families and friends and stop playing this game that they're playing. We have to stop playing. And we got Thanksgiving coming up, Christmas coming up. We have to get all five boosters to have to make sure that we're on the leading edge of this. But same thing with voting, same thing. Voting, vaccination, all of those hand-in-hand, hand. we have to do it. We're in the, uh, uh, in the time period where it's crucial that we all participate. Very good. Hey, Mike, you said voting. As you said, voting and COVID. Uh, I saw the, I, I saw some stats. Uh, what about a week? We can have go to said. And of course, you know, and I said, and, and of course, I said this on the show that they was gonna kill Republicans. Well, more Republicans got killed with COVID than anybody else. That's right. true. They're not gonna mm-hmm. report that though. So, they, so, they put so, some milk so, on so, their so, so, COVID. Well, so, well, yeah, let me help you out with this. Hey, Arthur, you're all over it. Uh, uh, your queen died with COVID. She she had put on a death certificate that she died of old age, but she had yeah, COVID. Yeah, but here's my point, though. But yeah, here's my point, though. Uh, 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 so I'm telling the, the folks out there listening, uh, don't spend holidays with no Republicans. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't, they don't want to be around you anyway. And that's a sad thing because the, the world is trying to divide us. I yeah, don't think yeah. we have to worry about that around the holiday. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't want you. They don't, they don't invite you That's to right. the house. They, they only go come, come to your uh, job, come to your major city, and then go back to their rural area uh, and spend their money yep. on Saturday and Sunday. They, they don't come and visit you on the weekend, so don't That's worry right. about it. You'll be all right. I don't want to visit me. I, I don't want to be nowhere around them. I, you, know. <laughs> you, you guys are too much, too much, and too much. Well, since since we brought the uh, the uh, the the word in the big E word. 
why don't we just transition on over there? We spent 30 minutes of educating people about uh, endemics and pandemics and what they need to do in order to protect themselves. Dr. Hagney's already told you, wash your hands, social distance if you can, uh, especially if you have not uh, been vaccinated, because I don't care what anybody says, vaccinations work. I've been in this profession a long time, and I've seen too many lives uh, saved uh, because of, and, and to include starting with the polio way years ago, right? And oh, so yeah. uh, all of us have had all of those uh, vaccinations yeah, the polio and all of that. Yeah, polio sugar cubes tasted good, didn't it? The polio sugar cubes tasted good, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Polio did what? I'm sorry, what was that? So those polio sugar cubes, when they first gave the polio uh, vaccine out, at least, oh, the in, at least in our school, they gave, us, they gave it to us in a sugar yes. cube. We didn't get sugar no shot. Sugar cubes, that's exactly, yeah. That's right. That's exactly right. Well, and Miss Rihanna, I think I heard Miss Rihanna. What, what did what did Colin get, Miss Rihanna? Oh, he got. Well, he didn't get much. He he just looked cute, and I let him get a couple of pieces of candy. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> for for Yeah, he's got candy for getting it. Rihanna. He was good. He was a good boy when he got his vaccine, right? Oh, he was very good. And let let me just quickly say, when you say uh, the vaccines work and you know it, I just, and I know that you meant uh, meant this um, caveat, but I just want to say it out loud. And what you mean by that specifically is that doesn't mean if you have been vaccinated, you will never get COVID. That's not what she means by that. What she means, right, what she means by that is it mitigates your chances of getting a severe case of COVID. It definitely mitigates and slims your chances way down of getting a fatal dose, uh, a fatal case of COVID. So anybody out there who hears Dr. McKellar or Dr. Hackney say that, they don't mean you'll never get it. They they mean it works like all vaccines work. It mitigates your chances of getting a severe case. Whenever I ran into whenever I ran into like like some brothers, some young brothers, they want to get the vaccine. You know, that's when all the stuff was going on. And I told him, I said, I said, okay. I said, your choice is this: if you if you get COVID, you're going to be in the hospital, and the doctor's going to have to decide whether you're going to get the ventilator or that little young <laughs> white boy or girl. Right. Now, who you think right. get the ventilator? <laughs> I said, uh-huh. be in the hospital completing the film. I said, you didn't get your shot. <laughs> I said, at least you want, you didn't want, you didn't want to go to the hospital. You know, so I'm just saying, yeah, but, but I know what you're saying. Hey, y'all, get the shot. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Very good. And if Very you good. have a choice, get the new shot for the new variant. I got oh, yeah. those. I got I'm a booster. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm huggable. I've shot five I'm times. Five times. And I'm good. And, right. and for uh, all I got the parents five, out there, I got five, so I didn't get to get before. I didn't have to get before. Four. For the parents uh-huh. out there, uh, it's recommended for six months and up now. So you know, do Correct. do your due diligence and look into it. Yeah. Talk to your pediatrician and uh, all that there good go. stuff. But if you have a six-month-old or older, you can now. They don't have to be two. They can be six months months of age. Okay. Anything else before we move over to the Big E? Well, before no. we go to the election, before we go to the election, 
let, let's just dissect this a little bit. Now, we know that Mr. Paul Pelosi uh, was attacked in his home, and we know that supposedly the person who attacked him uh, was looking for uh, uh, the, house of, uh, house, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Yes, because we remember they calling out for Nancy on January the 6th, yeah. correct? Okay. Yep. So then have you heard these other people talking about, what have you heard? What have you seen <laughs> on the news? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I really mm-hmm. am that people would think that this was a planned, this was a plot plan, a political planned plot. Have you heard They don't think that. They don't think that. They don't think that. They, they, this is the same stuff that's been going into the trash machine that they did with everything else. This is, I just think it's projection. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What I'm saying is the same process. process. They, they have the yeah. process they, for disinformation. They now they've taken this incident here and put it to their disinformation machine. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's quite simple what they're doing. You know, and as far as on the other side, they don't give a darn. Bottom line, they don't care about none of that. You know, you talk about decency. They don't have that. And until we uh, get a hold of that, like, have you no decency? You know, the guy that said that, okay, we need a have you no, and we didn't have a whole bunch of have you no decency moments, but they keep on right. being indecent. So, right. hey, here we are. So we have the election, and that's what's going to happen. So we need to, you know, do this election thing. Uh, if we can do this, if we can hold on to the House, no matter by how many numbers, or and, you know, and then get the Senate, then we can begin to straighten some of the stuff out. But if not, it's going to be like, ooh, we, ooh, we, uh, in, in 2024. So what you're telling me is that the people who are saying that this was a planned attack does not really believe that? No, because they're making money off of it. It's part of their, it's part of their political play. I mean, right. you know, okay. it, 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 this is no different than any other, any, any other, other ones. Them kids getting killed, any of that. This ain't no different. Matter of fact, they actually liking this one. They going, oh yeah, yeah hit Nancy's side head. Wow, I like, you know. So you know, so I'm just saying, you need to understand who you're dealing with. So you you talking like, I mean, you're thinking as though they like, you know, good people that want good things for everybody. But that ain't who this is. These are fascists. They are fascists. Right. Now I have seen more alarm on the on, on the German media now than I've, you know, I've been trying to get folks to get it to be. You know, uh, alone for a long time. But, it was long. but anyway, I've seen more of it this time by some of those uh, news people that normally would just sit there and just and just list all the crap. You know, why the fuck you? They'd be lying to their face. Well, now I see them. You know, they kind of set. You know, a few of them kind of upset now. So I'm gonna see how long it lasts. I hope. I hope it don't. I hope it ain't just for right now. And then they're gonna go back to, you know, letting them say whatever they want to say. Cause that's the problem. The journal, the the, the 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 base media, they let them just say that stuff. Such high and all them folks. Hey, you know, they did that. Right. More importantly, those on Fox News. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now that's probably now that's RT Junior. That is, I mean, that's Russian. You know, that's Russian news right there. You know that, oh, that that's the is? Russian channel. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it's RT in America. Right. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I just thought I'd ask since I've heard it on several uh, news venues that 
I mean, really, I mean, this man was hit in the head with a hammer, right? Was he hit with a hammer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and had to go to yeah, surgery. I know they come out the underwear, the underwear and all that stuff. That's like, and they said the yeah, same people. That yeah. were, and they said the same the people doing this. They, they would come out. Hillary was it was about Hillary was eating people and stuff like that. They, these they, are the same right. people. They, they, they all making right. money doing the same doing the same stuff. And I'm trying to figure out, is that legal? Is that legal? He's getting sued. He, he's being sued for, for by several of the people who were in his stupid 12 Mules movies. He's still in litigation for uh, people suing him over false claims that he made in his Obama movie and his Hillary movie. I mean, he, it, it's name? worth it to them to lie because they make way more money than they'll ever have to pay out in litigation. Yeah. Do you know his name? Do you know his Oh, oh, yeah, the suit, oh, yeah, the suit, that's right. Yeah, Trump gave him a pardon. Yeah, right. Pardon well, he's a very important propagandist, so it was oh, worth yeah, it I to try to pardon. I remember the suit. Yeah, 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 I'm familiar with his political strike. But, again, you know, he's you know he's one of those uh, guys from, you know, his family now from, uh, you know, from India, I think. But anyway, you know, like, you know, and they bestowed whiteness on him. And ever since they bestowed whiteness right. on him, that's, that's who he's been mm-hmm. right there. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, let's take a look at election time. We've already decided that it's all propaganda that uh, about Mr. Paul Pelosi. And so we wish him and well, a speedy recovery. And projection. Yes. And projection. That's exactly. The thing. That's the really scary thing. When they say things like that, you know they're projecting, and you wonder, oh, yeah. good Lord, uh-huh. what do they have planned, uh-huh. and what have they already done? Uh-huh. Well, yeah, that's very like, yeah, it's kind of like that movie. It's kind of a political. Uh, 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 it's kind of like that movie, Get Out, except it's political. Yes. Uh-oh. Yes. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. That's exactly what's in my head. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, then let's talk about um, election time. Election is going on. We've been working the polls. We didn't work the polls today. We had so many uh, Zooms that we had to work, so I did not work the polls today. But on last week here in Smith County, uh, we had major turnouts in Smith County, and I don't know how things were with you in, in, in your county, uh, Mr. Arthur, in Dallas County and in the other counties, Ms. Brianna, and, and then uh, Pastor Cooper. I'm sorry, go ahead. We got a nice flow up here in Dallas. You had what up there? I we got a nice flow up here. Yeah, in North Texas flow. right now. Yeah, it's a good turnout. Oh, flow, 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 F-L-O. Good turnout. Good turnout. I got you. Great turnout. What about you, Pastor Cooper? Well, we continue to work uh, the polls, uh, and I've heard some things that's kind of uh, impressive. Uh, Bishop uh, Dixon, uh, because we've won those 2.5 cumulus, uh, we kind of go in each other's territory. Uh, so he's got information out there. we got information out there, local 102.5, doing their part, cumulus, volunteering airtime, airspace, so we can get out the boat. So everyone's doing their, their part. So the only thing we're waiting on is everyone to get out the boat. We just need the boat. We need to turn yeah. on the record numbers. Yeah. yeah. So, well, hey, 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 hey,
he uh, he did uh, that bacon that Dr. Hagney's talking about, and the sausage, mm-hmm. and and the hash browns, and they had the coffee and the picante sauce and the juices and the jellies and the waters. Uh, we had ourselves a time. And let me just tell you the beautiful history. Uh, if you don't know the history and the background of uh, Lucy Baines Johnson uh, from age 16 on up when our father, well, we, we know that this young lady grew up in a political family. We know that. And so, and so she saw her father uh, go from a city council to to the United States Congress, to the United States Senate, uh, to be the 37th Vice President of the United States, then the 36th President of the United States of America, from Vice President to President. She was age 16 when her father was sworn into office. She was at her school, the State Catholic School there, and... Uh, in Washington, D.C. She was born in Washington, D.C., as a matter of fact. And so she didn't, She they watched on television that, that John Fitzgerald Kennedy had been assassinated in Dallas, Texas. But she didn't know, but she knew her father was traveling with him, but she didn't know uh, if he would, if they had shot him. Uh, she just didn't know. And then uh, shortly thereafter, a Secret Service members showed up at her school and carried her away to let her know that her father was fine and he was getting ready to be sworn in as president of the United States of America, the 36th president of the United States of America. And so she told the story, but, but let's take it to East Texas, guys. As you know, her mother was born and bred in, in East Texas, Marshall, Texas, to be exact. And so... When they got ready to go into the White House permanently as the presidential family, uh, Miss Jeffrey Wright, who is a black woman born in Marshall, Texas, uh, majored in uh, home economics from Wiley, uh, Co- Wiley College in Marshall, and uh, was one of the best chefs that they knew, they recommended that she become the chef for President Johnson and, and, and the family. And so, therefore, uh, she was moved up to Washington, D.C., lived in the White House. And what she shared with the Johnson family was what she had experienced in the Jim Crow South uh, yes, in Marshall, yes. Texas. And from that point, right, did she tell a beautiful story, uh, Dr. Oh, Hattie? that was beautiful. Was that, that was I mean, beautiful. That was it beautiful. was, where people were mesmerized. And she told him all that she had dealt with in the mm-hmm. Jim Crow South and and that he needed to do something. Now, this is the black woman, Jeffrey Wright, mm-hmm. told the president of the United States, you need to do something about yep. what people are experiencing in the Jim Crow South. And which, so because of what Miss Jeffrey Wright, a powerful black woman who passed away, in, and she was 73 when she passed away, as a matter of fact. And so she said to them, you got to do something about what black people are experiencing in the Jim Crow South. And so from that point, the civil rights and the voters' rights came into existence, 64 and 65, because mm-hmm. of Miss Zephyr yep. Wright. 
How many of us knew that? We knew about her, but I didn't know that she, it was her message to President Lyndon Baines Johnson that got us to civil rights and voters' rights. How many of us knew that? On, on, wow, on, 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 and we studied, we studied history, right? Did you know exactly that? I, I always wonder why he did that. When she told me that, I understood now why he did that. It, we are, you know, I always wonder how. Well. I always wonder. Yeah, I always wonder how did he start to do that? She told us yeah. there what caused it, exactly. and she said she didn't bite her tongue. She <laughs> so she now we know who was, the that's credit. Right. Who credit? That's right. That, that's right. Said that she was a hey, powerful, hey, powerful hey, black woman. A powerful hey, woman hey, happens hey. to be black. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm telling you, so that's about LBJ. That's something that a lot of folks don't know. You know, LBJ, like okay, Strom Thurmond, Strom Thurmond had a, had a black daughter by the housekeeper. We mm-hmm. knew that part. Okay, Not, so what no, about LBJ? Yeah. No, I'm just yeah, saying he, had that, one you know, too? he was human. Yeah, yeah, he 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 he, 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 he one of those. He was a complicated guy, wasn't he? No, I didn't. Okay, I had never heard of that. Like, I never heard of that. Well, I mean, uh, she needs to be recognized. 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 We don't need no fake news now. We don't need no fake news. I know that's what I know. You know about the you know about the house people in the You can't connect dots. You start it's going with the wind. You can't. Come on now. Well, we'll get the call. Okay, I'm going to be, I'm, okay, I, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be just like uh, Dr. Uh, I'm going to pass Cooper. I'm just going to ask this question. I'm not going to deal with that. Uh, that yeah. Cooper, did you know, yeah. did you know about Griffin no. Wright? <laughs> I, I did not, but, but you know what? I, and and I her story, people, her story. But, they're like uh, Sister Wright everywhere because everybody thinks everything is done by one person, either Dr. Martin mm-hmm. Luther King or uh, or uh, John Roberts Lewis. But there are other people mm-hmm. involved that you never heard the story that actually right. was the tilt, uh, the point. So mm-hmm. for us not to get weary in our well-doing to continue to fight our battles on each and every level because you never know when you're the one that is going to encourage someone to do the right thing because the LBJ mm-hmm. did not want to do that. He did not yes, need to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. Right, right. Hold on, just one second. Miss uh, Rihanna, the request that you just made to us, do you want us to do it right now? Because, yes, I, can, I do hear that. Okay. Do you yeah, want us to do that right can, now? Yeah, real quickly, everybody just press mute and then unmute, and we'll see if that gets rid of that whistling g- sound. G- g- give me okay. a few seconds because i got to get back. Oh, I, that's the wrong phone I'm on. I'm on a different phone tonight. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me tell you when I'm ready. Uh, okay, I, I'm ready now. You ready for us to do it right now? Yes, yes please. Okay, everybody do that request. Mute. And unmute. I still hear it. I, I think it's I think it's breathing, Miss Rihanna. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Well, blow your nose, somebody. Look, I was going to say about that about LBJ was is that okay, a guilty conscience, a guilty conscience, and a black daughter make you do right at some point. 
okay. You may have a well, guilty okay. conscience, but DNA does not say he has a black daughter. You have to give us real information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's documented. It's documented, bro. I get some information. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. You know that young man looks like Bill Clinton? You, you know, young man look like Bill Clinton. Okay, I posted this thing yeah. the other day. He, he 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 was on TikTok saying, you know, he wants his birthright. So hey, he wanted he he yeah, wanted well, DNA we, test. We heard about him. We heard mm-hmm. about him. But I and we've heard many times about Strom Thurmond, but I don't remember hearing anything about LBJ. Oh yeah. I get the information for you. Now, thank you, Sarah. Your Sarah told me the whole story. She's from Waco. Anyway, I. I, I I tell you that. Yeah, you're right. Okay. That's good. Okay. Well, we just want good factual information. We're okay with it. But right. We want some truth. That's all. We, we're the real news, not the fake news. Well, we have yeah. so much I, I, truth I, I, been buried, I, I, brother. I, 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 it's so much. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. It's so much truth that's been buried in America. That hey, yeah. It's unburied. Yeah. Though. Let's get some DNA well, that's, and all that stuff. It's unburied. It's unburied. I'm good with that. But we have to have some type of facts. Connect the dots somewhere. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Well, anyway, uh, let's not take away from you. You don't have no kind of fact. Let's take away from you. Let's tell us weekend. I saw uh, Carl, uh, our friend. Uh, he was posting a lot of the stuff. I guess he was there from Houston. And, uh, yes, he was. Oh, yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I saw, I saw he the had, post. He, accompanied, he accompanied her. He accompanied her, Lady Bird. Great, great, great. Well, I, I when we were in Washington, I, mean, Lucy, I had the pleasure Lucy, of Lucy. Yeah, so ahead, I had the pleasure of holding her shoes and holding her up as she changed her shoes because she was doing what we were doing, <laughs> and Stacy Adams in, in uh, three-inch heels, and she finally said enough is enough and put her slippers on and gave her last right. speech. And, 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 one of, <laughs> yeah, and one of the speeches I love is that she, she said that at the end of her father signing uh, the, uh, the 64 and 65 bills was that she gave it to a Republican person. And uh, a lot of Democrats was kind of questioning him for that. He said, why would he give the pen away? And I, I love hearing right. that story. And this time, I wish she told it out right. to everyone. She was just telling us the story. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, right. because it, it's no big deal, because th- we knew how the Democrats were going to vote, but we didn't know that's how it, the Republicans were going to vote. So it made a difference. That was beautiful. That and, and that's what we have to do. Right. We have to reach across the aisle, and, and we have to not just that's do it on it. our stuff. They have to do it on their side. And that's what true politics is all about. Forging uh, exactly. a, a nation forward, a country forward, a county forward, a city forward, so that we're making a, a difference and impact for all lives. Human lives matter. Mm-hmm. Well, she was, uh, Miss Zephyr Wright was, she was an amazing, amazing woman, uh, in my um, in my opinion. I mean, it, it was it was great to uh, to hear her story and read about her. You know, you you knew who the chef was. But that's basically all I can remember here, and that she was from Marshall, Texas, uh, you know, and that she was highly recommended to to be her chef. And I also told another story that some people may not uh, have remembered or knew about, and that was that Lady Bird Johnson was responsible, because we didn't talk a lot about her uh, this Saturday, but I wanted to bring that forward that she invited uh, Miss Willie Lee Glass, who is the uh, wife of, of President uh, Glass, that was uh, the president of Texas College. She invited uh, her to come to um, 
to come to D.C. Uh, to talk about black women and the power of black women. And so now I understood all of this as to why she reached out. All of this was behind Ms. Zephyr Wright and her mm-hmm. work uh, in civil mm-hmm. rights. And, and probably she told them about some of the great work that had been done in right. Texas by exactly. powerful women, such as Mrs. Glass, uh, Willie Lee Glass. I don't know if, if Mr. Arthur or, or uh, Pastor Cooper, and perhaps maybe not Miss Rihanna, knows uh, Miss Willie Lee Glass, uh, which was my civilian sister, did some powerful things along with uh, uh, Miss Matlock uh, and yes. all of these, all of our educators that that mm-hmm. started the uh, started the uh, AKA chapter here mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. this county mm-hmm. in 1942. They saw the mm-hmm. work. Uh, uh, Lucy, uh, Lady Bird saw the work. Yep. But you know she yep. had to see that work through Zephyr Wright because otherwise exactly. she probably would not have seen the work that those powerful black women were doing here. And we we learned so much from those women. They they taught us. They were our educators uh, in our public schools. Uh, they were the educators on the college campus of HBCU campus, Texas College, mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I, I, we talk a lot about Dr. Martin Luther King, and we talk a lot about Malcolm X and others, but Jeffrey Wright needs to be recognized for the amazing yep. work that she left behind in this country. She passed away in 1988, and wow. uh, so oh, yeah. I, I, she was something else. She and they probably learned Texas history from her. <clears throat> that would be probably correct. Of course, I'm not she knew all. She all Yes. Right, but but Lady Bird did come from, she came from uh, Marshall, Texas. As a, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. they said she would Sing fly yes. in, and they, and they yeah, that's right. What is, what is this little city called, Cognac? It's, it's, right. it's Cognac, North of Marshall. Cognac, yes, that's North of Marshall. And they, she would drop, they drop the airplane down, and she spend the day, and they come back that evening, and fly back in and pick her up, she jump back on the plane and head back out. And so that her house and the home still stands there in uh, in, in Marshall, in Harrison County, which is right outside right. of it. It's, it's I would say that's the most rural area of Marshall, Texas. Exactly. So exactly. It was beautiful history. You've been Go ahead, Mrs. Uh, uh, Mrs. Glass uh, began the top ladies of distinction, if I'm not mistaken, yes. in the top teens of distinction, Correct. and you have been yes. the recipient yes. of of that exactly. uh, at least once, exactly. I think twice. Yes, yes. And see, I'm a member of the Top Ladies of Distinction, and then my, my children were Top Teens of America. So actually, okay. uh, they started it right after I got out of high school. And it's a very powerful organization. It's all over America now. So, yes, yes. She's an, a, a national figure. Her, her work it. is nationally. Yes. It should yes, have been absolutely. known nationally years and years ago, but of late, definitely, definitely absolutely. known across the country. And I was so honored to, I was at U, uh, University of Texas at the time that Lady Bird and Miss Glass uh, were there, and I was on, had the privilege of being on the stage with them when uh, Lady Bird Johnson was giving a special award yeah. uh, to, to Miss uh, uh, Glass. Uh, there mm-hmm. at University of Texas. 
So lots of rich history uh, in East Texas. And so we, I salute tonight, I salute Ms. Zephyr Wright for the work and her memory for the work that she she did. Yes, a round round of applause. But wasn't that yes. wasn't that yes. amazing, uh, Doctor Hagney, on Saturday? With, oh, she was excited. She didn't. She didn't want to leave. <laughs> she, she did not want to. She did not want to leave. <laughs> Every time she tried to walk toward that door, she turned around and came back. <laughs> she was going. And, and, and this this is also what's beautiful. The young children that were there, I made sure we had people from Dallas. We had people from Houston. We had people from Longview. We had uh, all the different counties in East Texas, right here in Tyler, of course. And so what I wanted, I wanted those young children, those parents who brought their young children, those young teenagers, those little bitty children, age Mm -hmm. five and six, and then there was a a couple of two- and three-year-olds. We had made sure that those little children took photographs with a former president's daughter so that they can look back 20 years from now and say, I took a picture with Lucy Baines Johnson, Turban. Now she's Turban, as you know, and and I told this story, guys, also, uh, Dr. Hagman can tell you this. I said, uh, Lucy and I have been friends for a long time, and we had uh, had something strong in common. Uh, She got married on the White House lawn, and I got married on the Black House lawn at the same time. She actually said that. She did say that. (laughs) And so here's what happened. She got married at the the Cathedral Church there in Washington, and then she had her uh, reception on the White House lawn, and I got married at the uh, 27th Street uh, Church of Christ there in Omaha, Nebraska, and I had my reception on my sister's lawn, the Black House lawn. So that's why I, I call it the White House lawn and the Black House lawn. And so we got everybody cracked up with that. We got a good laugh out of that. So anyways, but it was great, guys. It was, it was outstanding. I'm sorry that Mr. Arthur and Pastor Cooper and Miss Leona couldn't be there. But we had her on television, so you can see and hear her speech. And, of course, we proclaimed uh, Saturday, uh, oh, yeah. the 29th of uh, October, as Lucy Baines Johnson Day in Tyler, Texas. And so I did the proclamation, and she was overwhelmed. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. Oh, yeah, she was I've been cracked because I've been yeah I've been Googling right so so anyways and I, and I have found I have found the daughter yet but I did find Stephen Brown. <laughs> 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 Oh, oh. What did you find? Got, it, got pictures, it got pictures and everything. Okay, I've got a whole story to go with. I've been saying. I'm giving you one dog. I'm giving you one dog. You said you found Stephen Brown. Yeah, Stephen Brown. Yeah, Stephen Mark Brown. Yeah, Stephen Mark Brown. It says, uh, 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 me, Stephen Mark Brown, the illegitimate son of the LBJ, uh, when he was 36 years old, unfortunately, the young man sued his former, the former president's widow, Lady Bird, for $10.5 million. But he didn't survive to who uh, the claim in court. The justice when the political when the project get away. Nowhere is his mother Madeline had a lengthy affair with Johnson from 1948 to 1968. And then you know, they got pictures of him and all that kind of stuff. You know, she oh, of course she's a life she's a life 
uh, complexion supposed to kind of, you know, kind of like, you know, look like you know, kind of a model type. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm looking, I'm looking at that one right now as well, uh, Mr. Arthur. It says, uh, it says Stephen Mark Brown, the illegitimate son of Lyndon Johnson. Uh, meet Stephen Mark Brown, the illegitimate son of Lyndon Johnson, when he was 36 years old. Unfortunately, the young man sued the former president's widow, Lady Bird Johnson, for 10.5 mil, and he didn't survive to prove his claim in court. That's just when politics gets when politics gets in the way. It says, "No worries, his mother Madeline had a lengthy affair." with Johnson from 1948 to 1968, and she has saved the history that was supposed to be buried with the death of Stephen. Everything that Madeline has revealed about Lyndon Johnson and his knowledge about the death of President Kennedy has been confirmed by the historical records, and Madeline is a credible witness to the crime of the century. And I'll leave so, it there. Yeah, just leave it there. So, uh, so I'm just saying, Mike, is that, hey, he was a busy boy. You know well, a lot of them are busy boys because they, 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 yeah. they're going back to their entitlements. They're still busy boys. They they feel like they're entitled to certain things, including our women. So at that point, that doesn't shock us or surprise us because we have no. women queens that are fearful and wonderfully made. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No, I wasn't. I was doing it for shock and amazement. I'm just saying. I mean, I want to make sure it's the right one. Year relationship. I'll find it. What was that, Mr. Arthur? Oh, I'm sorry. I said in the end, I said he was a. I said in the end, he was a. You know, he was a, uh, you know, he, he had a guilty conscience. Decided he'd do the right thing. Heck, all that, all that hell he done raised, that's the least he could do. And, and, and you, I hear you, but at the same time, you can't take away from the the founding of. I ain't taking away. I ain't taking away whole, nothing. I ain't taking away nothing. I, I, I'm talking about the whole. No way, wait, 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 Doctor McKellar brought us some new information, and we don't want to overshadow that with hearsay and it could be factual but we don't have that information so I'm just saying I celebrate the information that was brought to us by Dr. McKellar but this young lady that influenced uh, President LBJ to do the right thing I'm saying in my study of history and it's not what I learned in the history in my classes because I'm just a student of politics and history that I found right. out that there were more than one person and I love Dr. Martin Luther King but there are other people that are influencers and getting things like this done, the other folks, local pastors, local And I say that to encourage those that are that, that don't see the name on MSNBC, CNN News, Newsday, right. uh, and all these other things, to empower them to continue to push, get out the vote, continue to push, get vaccinations, continue to push <clears throat> so 70,000 people don't die to continue to push so that we get the right people in, in Austin so that we have laws on the books that uh, people like Dr. Shirley McKellar, Mayor Pope 10th in East Texas, that's mm-hmm. turning things yes. around. But she can't do yes. it by herself because she's still one of four votes. So we, exactly. I, my job is to encourage those that seem like they, they, they're falling by the wayside 
And, 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 you know, even in my job today, I was running late today. My phone was dying. But I had to stop and give a history lesson. Somebody looked at me at the time and said, wait a minute, you that preacher. You that pastor. We see yelling, screaming, and shouting on the news all the time. Yeah, I try to separate church and state, but, you know, y'all called, called me out, so I'm going to tell you who I am. I said I'm also the president mm-hmm. of the NAACP. I, I also have a nonprofit that's talking about uh, closing the gap, the health gap, the wealth gap, and the injustice gap, mm-hmm. the education gap. And so we need people like you to continue to stand firm and also encourage folks to go out and vote. So that's all I'm saying. That's it. That's all I'm saying. I'm encouraging the, the, the John Doe's of the world, the Earls and the Johnnies of the world, to continue to do what they're doing because you never know that you may be the one that's influencing something as powerful as what Miss Wright did. Yeah, so true. Well, yeah, so very, true. very no, what, good. Thank you. So that, that's well put, uh, Pastor Cooper. Go ahead. You know, uh, what's, so, what's so significant what he just said, there are people, the word trust, there are people okay. who do things because they, someone else they trust said it. And a lot of times these right. interviews are not the people you see in a limelight or whatever like that. That's what's so important. Those people trust other people, those quiet people, and that's why they trust them. They're not, and so I, that's so significant what he said. And, and sadly in history, a lot of those individuals, they don't want to be in history. A lot of those people are not recognized in history until like this story about this young lady uh, surface. And that's so critical. So when you see her Lincoln knowing Mrs. Glass and the other ladies of Extinction in East Texas, yeah, that's how all that happened. They knew each other and they supported yeah. each other. So that's, that's what's so critical about that. So significant about that. Well, right, well, right. Well, you're you're so hidden right. figures. There you go. There you go. That's exactly. That's exactly. To find out our history, these ladies were wonderful. Yep. But then they told us that we're not really? good at math. We're not good at math or swimming. But when you there teach you it, exactly. swimming, we can outswim the best of them. When you mm-hmm. learn math mm-hmm. at an early age, we can outmath the, math, the best of them. So I'm yep. just saying, yep. these women were trusted. And the irony is, is this, and I love this part, is that they were all women. They weren't even men. So not only was That's it point. that it's African Americans, but they're also women. That, uh, yep. that, you know, we don't think that women are great at math. You know, my, my wife mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. a wonderful English teacher and speech teacher. The mm-hmm. old math is not mm-hmm. my strong suit. I say that's because the education system failed you in the first, second, and third they, grade. It's not that it's not right. your strong suit. It's that well, they I, failed you. We failed you. Yeah. And not only that, I'm so glad you brought that out, Pastor Cooper. Not only that, women were told that they were not good in math. So if you tell oh, a yeah. person over and absolutely. over and over again after a little mm-hmm. while, they may absolutely yep. believe that. And then I, I, I will ask, and I, if you allow me, I want to capitalize on to what Mr. Arthur said. Just remember, let's focus back on the slave time, the slavery, how things started with the masters sleeping with the black women. That's not at all unusual. It has continued down through the times, even though slavery time was gone, but the mentality sometimes still existed in in some people. And so mm-hmm. uh, so it was not unusual for the for the slave masters to sleep with the black women and have offspring. Mm-hmm. Like Mr. Uh, Arthur mentioned, we know strong Thurman. Go ahead, Ms. Rihanna. I just wanted to add sexual assault, not sleeping with sexual there assault. Well, there you go. We don't, there you we don't go. make yeah. that point clearly enough sometimes. Yeah. Good point. Not you, Good but point. I mean, all of us. Great point. Great point. Sometimes they were pushed to those kinds of things, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. especially they, if they felt like they were subservient to right. to the man yeah. or they worked for the man, you don't or whatever the case may be. 
don't have you powerless. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that's it. Thank you for bringing that out, Mr. Arthur. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. But thanks for bringing out what you said, Pastor uh, Cooper, because that is absolutely uh, powerful information that you just put out there uh, to us. Powerful. And the women, the women, black women, and, and, and I think I've heard Mr. Arthur even say this, that, that we're standing on the shoulders of black women who, who have helped to carry this nation. Yes. The, the black woman nursed, she nursed the yes. Caucasian babies. Uh, she mm-hmm. bore the babies. She took care of the households of the Caucasian families. She's always been there to keep. That's, that's why a lot of women today don't, uh, don't think about themselves first, because if you don't think about yourself first, how can you take care of others if you don't take care of you first? You got to be mm-hmm. sure you're in great health, and then you can take care of the children, and then you can take care of the husband, and then you can take care of the aunts and the uncles and the parents and the grandparents and all of those people if you've taken care of yourself first. Would you all agree? Yeah, absolutely. In the dictionary, it says, "What's the definition of under overworked and underpaid?" They need to have a, a picture <laughs> of a black woman sitting there. Okay. Right. But that's also right. I've done more research on, on, on the strength of black women. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm careful when we say, oh, that's a strong black woman there. But that, that comes from a yeah. term and time period when they were uh, yeah. assaulted and, and molested and uh-huh. raped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. And, they, and, yeah. And, and the white man would say, oh, she can take it, you know. Tell her she has a strong back and they're a strong woman. I was going to, I was going to ask you to, to speak a little bit on, uh, and you just said something that just goes right with what I was going to ask you about. We, when we say strong black woman and strong black women, uh, there's a, Space there, and uh, that term, that that phrase can sort of uh, be a double-edged sword because it allows for this little space or a big space for the mental health and well-being of the strong black woman to be overlooked, and the stress and the you know it it's it's just not enough. It's um, it, it's allows. not enough, and it's a Mm-hmm. It allows the myth to continue. Yes, yes. And more yes. times. I mean, look, look at it right now. Okay, so uh, African-American women, and let's just call it what it is, are the most under-health. Uh, yes. uh, they, they have the least amount of health care. Uh, number one yes. to die from childbirth in the, state, in the United States. Uh, right. wor- working jobs, most of them are working jobs where uh, it, it's manual labor, uh, no health care. So they didn't get the 10 days out with COVID, and they were working with COVID. Had to cover it up, mm-hmm. as though they didn't have it because they weren't going to receive any funds for it because they're working two and three jobs. Still today, I'm not mm-hmm. talking about back in slavery. I'm talking about today. This is what's happening today. Then they come home. Mm-hmm. And, and clean the house, wash dishes, cook food, prepare a meal, get the kids ready, do homework, get them ready for bed, wake them up at 5 a.m. in the morning, get them at the bus corner, 
stand with her. I see this every day. My wife had TIA yep. and strokes. So I pick her up and drop her off. So I see these women in these uh, Section 8 housing uh, apartments and communities, and they're at the corner, and, and they're in their uniform. they got the black skirt on, the uh, the, the, the bib, and, and they, they're standing with the child with the running nose, and, and they run back and forth with different age groups. You, you're saying, This is today. This is not the time period that Arthur was talking about back in the day when they've been raped and they're having children for for men that's their master's. This is what's happening mm-hmm. today. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And also the other side of that thing, when you think about what they, the other responsibilities they have, like car car maintenance, uh, home repair, yeah. all those mail roads that they have to, you know, to a certain extent they're taking advantage of, you know, taking your car. They have to take cars to mechanics. They have to trust that mechanic. They uh, home maintenance and all those male jobs. They're oh, filling head. all those jobs in, in addition preach, to all preach, those preach, jobs preach, they have to work and all that. Standards they have to put up with and nonsense they have to put up with and guts they have to put up with. from the teachers who say, well, you know, you should be paying more attention between your six jobs and, you know, all the right. crap that they have to put up with. The you know stereotyping and all of that, oh, yeah. all of that, and they yeah. still somehow manage to lead us in voting, in early voting, and getting the word out, in maintaining home and church, and you know yeah. Yeah. the glue yeah. that holds this country together still to this day. Yep. Well, that's true. Well, let, that's let, true. can I share? Can I share one thing, Miss Rihanna? Just. She just hit a nerve right there. Let me tell you this. This is really funny. One of a sermon that my husband once preached, and he said uh, uh, he was ending that sermon. He said, uh, uh, if, in fact, there were no women in the church, what would your final sermon be? And he said it would be farewell, brothers. Mike, yeah. if you want to go mega, yeah. Mike, Mike, if you want to go mega, you're gonna to have to have more women. 
You got to have more women. But you know what? I, and, and that's fine. I'm okay with Megan. I don't have a problem with all of that. If that happens, it happens. But we're not going to leave our men behind because I got a friend named Arthur uh, Fleming. Cannot, I don't know if you better. Cannot, He's up there in the cannot. Yeah, in North Dallas area. And he told me, he said, if you end up in the promised land without African-American men, you're not right. in the promised land. <laughs> and I take that kind of stuff to heart. I take it to heart, too. <laughs> 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 he said, hey, 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 he just shut me down, ain't he? He just shut me down. He got it. He got it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, all right, then. Well, we got that election out of the way. So, uh, so let me just tell you, we're hard at it in Smith County. And then on yesterday... We have the brown, the black and brown on the square downtown and Caucasian. Everybody was on the square downtown. I did my speech and welcomed the Hispanic, but it was focusing on the Hispanic population, trying to get them to the polls to vote. And I told them in my speech that we could, you can change the fabric of East Texas, Smith County, if you got to the polls mm-hmm. to vote. And how important it is for us to vote and work together. Mm-hmm. It was out there. It was about four or five hundred people on that square yesterday, mm-hmm. and the bulk of them were Hispanic <clears throat> it was a, because the program was focused towards the Hispanic. They had all their vendors out there. The one mm-hmm. beautiful thing that I can tell you about the Hispanic population: when they come, they come with the family. Latrina and, and right. everybody. They come with the, Complete all the family members and friends and every single person that was on that square downtown on yesterday. It was amazing, guys. So we got to get the people you know, to the polls, and we got to get them to vote. And mm-hmm. Black people turning out in these Texas. Are the black people turning out in these Texas? That's what I want to know. Black, the are black they? people are turning out in Smith County. Okay. That I can speak right, to Smith County because that is where that's the largest county yeah, number one in the district in Congressional yeah. District One, and that's the largest population of African Americans right here in Smith County. Go ahead. Go ahead. The reason I ask, because we started this journey a long time ago, Shirley. So you know we still. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Okay. All right. So that's that's that. So. Uh, let me just bring in this person, and you all tell me what your first impression is when I give you this name. And I'm going to start with Mr. Arthur, and then we're going to go to Pastor Cooper, and we're going to go to Dr. Hagman, and then we're going to end up with Miss Liana. And it is Kanye West. Oh, me? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Arthur. Oh, uh, oh, Kanye West. Now you know the Kanye. Bless his heart. You know he 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 got out there. They they bestowed whiteness on him, and he began to and he began to take advantages of his whiteness. And then, but he forgot he wasn't white, and he went too and he went quote too far. And so now you know he didn't know. He thought they didn't own him no more. But 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 he he done found out since then that yeah they own you bro they still own you and so uh, now you know he can start taking his medicine so he's been apologizing the last couple of days uh, about stuff you know he thinks he's gonna he's gonna get sued about all them lies he was telling about uh, uh, George Floyd 
But uh, you know, he really he he you know Nike. He said Nike, all this stuff getting taken and stuff like that. He said that was God showing him that you know that he had hurt his people. So oh, he gave an eloquent uh, apology. I guess he's back on his medicine now. That's all I can say. Okay, <laughs> Pastor Cooper. Well, first of all, I, I will not say his name again, ever. Yeah, okay. Uh, on medicine or off medicine, uh, sure, we all need to deal with mental illness, but at some point, somebody in that circle should check him. And right. uh, that name is the second most Googled name uh, right now yeah. in present-day history. And every time you Google his name, his net worth goes up $1,000. So I would never say his name again, whether he apologizes for his medicine or not, because hurt is hurt. And you, some of that hurt you can't uh, take back. That was the old saying, sticks and stones may, uh, break my bones, so words should never hurt me. Words are released into the atmosphere, and it changes the pattern of things in which they can be or not be. So life and death is the power of the tongue. So we have to be careful with our words. I don't care if, if you medicated or not medicated. We still have to be careful. We, and we have to own them. We are responsible mm-hmm. for them. And we're destroying multiple generations of youth that's coming up right now, and they're totally confused by him. Mm-hmm. Great, yeah. That's a great point. That's not a great just him. Point. Not just yeah. him. Yeah. Well, great point. What yeah. do you think, well, it, well, I, I follow what he said about that word. Uh, there are a lot of people in all sorts of positions using the wrong word because most people now just listen. You all just take one word to persuade a whole lot of people. I think we've been experiencing that this past year. But also on a broader picture, it, it shows the uh, the significance of Israel. You know, that relationship, uh, economics or whatever, it shows the strength of that relationship because we know Israel's call, but just the that strength of that relationship international with Israel. And I would say, uh, you know, we saw that we as a race of people, when we turned uh, left Africa and everything, we, uh, we, we, we lost what continued out of Israel and teaching their history and all that, but also their international strength. Uh, and that's why Israel is what it is and that support. And I think that, I think, look at that, that's what this is to document that. You know, I wish we could say that uh, about when somebody say something about us, say, say something about Africa, and that same response uh, worldwide occur. Uh, and so I would say Israel only country that happens. So we have, we can look ourselves internally so where we walked away from our history. Like, like, like they didn't walk away from Israel, they kept teaching their history. And so, and when you step on that history in any phase, any location, there's a price you pay, biblically or whatever. But but we as a race of people need to learn the strength we have and, and of course, the strength or lack of strength where we don't may have that same relationship with African countries as we, as Israel, have with all uh, uh, Jews throughout the world. I think that's a lesson we as a race of people can learn about where our strength and where we should uh, maintain that. And we should protect that. Well, that's biblical. That's biblical proportions, uh, Genesis 12. Uh, when, yes. when you curse Israel, God will curse you. When you yes. bless Israel, God will uh, yes. bless you. 
So yes. we, we need to pay attention. That's the reason why I'm saying all these words. And, and I knew after that man, the name that y'all mentioned, w- w- uh, shifted his focus on them. He's basically attacking the very words of God, and you don't challenge right. God. You don't test God. Exactly. And you don't tempt exactly. God. And that's mm-hmm. what he was doing, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what he did. And so I knew yep. that there would be some fallout after that. Mm-hmm. Right. In right, biblical right. proportion, and it's not over. It's not over. No, it's not, not over. over. Oh, not right. over. No, he ain't coming to the barbecue. <laughs> what about that, Miss Rihanna? Well, I just want to be clear that my criticism of him is very uh, targeted. I am not in any way, shape, or form going to put my nose where it does not belong because there is a huge aspect of this and it's none of my business to comment (laughs) on. But absolutely Mm -hmm. not. But the part that I feel is my business, or at least I hope it is, since I'm going to say this, I um, piggybacking on on what Dr. Hackney said, I feel that that we as a race of people on on my persuasion of things need to remember history too and we should have been just as outraged by the comment about the misinformation he was given about George Floyd's death as we were immediately outraged about the other comments that were made because human life is human life and we need to stop discounting some atrocities and jumping on a bandwagon to get behind and support, you know, others. So it's all or nothing. We have to be either we care about people or we don't. Either we care about history or we don't. And this thing and choosing has got to stop because it's disingenuous and it's dishonest and it's it's sickening. Um, And I just will also say this, I not to make any excuses for any behavior, but again, I'm not going to go there. What I am going to say is, We've got to take a get a handle on mental health in this country and care about it. And people who decide that it's a good idea to to get a, a person who's in a mental health crisis on board with your cause to score cheap political points or make some cheap money, it, it, it it's got to stop. See how smart my daughter is, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> She yes. said, I'm not yes. putting my nose where it does not belong. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Amen. That's very, yes. very well. Yes. Yes. Very, very like well that. said. But she said, I'm not putting my nose where I know it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good, child. You are trying to get Ron Paul. trying to get Ron Paul next time we run. Good point. Great point. Mental health is a serious matter in this country, and uh, it has it has to be dealt with. And the sad well, part yeah. that, of course, you know, the, the one thing that I know that you cannot do, and that's uh, when people feel like that they want to speak, there's no, no matter how you don't want them to speak, uh, you cannot contain them if they decide they're going to say something. And I think that 
more people should have kind of helped to control him and keep him at bay uh, as much as they possibly could have. But obviously, uh, when you've got a lot of money, people don't feel, some people don't feel that they can control people that have lots of money. My father used to say, rich people put their pants on the same way that poor people do, or moderate and middle income people do. Have you guys heard that Absolutely. before? We all put our yeah. pants mm-hmm. on the same mm-hmm. way, right? Yeah. <laughs> One time mm-hmm. at a time. <laughs> So yep. they, um, yep. they got money to right. make them right. differently from you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, 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 Obama's uh, 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 Homeland Security guy, well, what's the guy's name? Uh, what's his name? Jay? Well, anyway. Jay Johnson? Jay Johnson. Yeah. Johnson. Yeah. They're going, they talking about the threat, the threat level. And they, and they say that and they say that we're at a threat level now that's on par when when, when, when King yeah. and Madison and all them folks got killed. So that's where we are yeah. right now. So from not. within. Yeah. From within. From within. Yeah. Yeah. This is, that's right. And, you know, this is real. This is, this is not, I mean, we, we talk about it. When we're talking about debt, but at the end of debt, this is well, really Well, the other thing, too, is that uh, whenever you have an attack, uh, everybody's talking about, uh, they're already joking in Arizona about the attack on uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband and, and things like uh-huh. that. It's already a joke. And then they're using the right. excuse that this man had mental illness. But let me tell you something. When you have folks that when you have folks that uh attack the uh nation's capital, that's all mental yes. illness, but it's no excuse to yes. continue in, in the uh, act that they've been in, you know. So that, that's, that's no it. excuse for that. Yeah. Sure right. it's mental yeah. illness. But, but there's no excuse for that. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Most people don't see that. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, we that one out. Did we mention the record uh, turnout in Georgia, by the way, the record early voting turnout? So no matter what you're hearing from these Republican-leading pollsters and the Republican propaganda that seeps into what they say when they're on TV and how they skew their numbers, this doesn't mean stay home. Go vote and vote early, go. but you know yeah. we're we're um, we're doing all right so far, and we've got to keep that momentum going. Well, we're wow, at record levels. Stand. We're record that's levels. Right. That that's right. That's right. That, that's that right. means that a lot of people that don't know when to come out has has come out. The question is, yes. did they come out for Republicans or did they come out for the Democrats? I'm more inclined to believe they're coming out because of Roe v. Wade, uh, and I think that's I probably bet, be the case. Yeah, I think you're right yeah. about it. I think that's going to be the edge. But Chris Christie said it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> said it Chris Christie said Roe v. Wade doesn't matter to a panel Chris of women. Don't <laughs> Chris Christie don't matter. To a panel of women at that. Uh-huh. Ain't nobody going to listen. Ain't nobody going to listen. Chris Christie, Chris, Chris, the, 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 the hold up the bridge, uh, Chris. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, how did he, how he, he get, how he no get away with that? He should have went to jail. He's never been Okay. All right. <laughs> well, they get, a, get away with a lot. Well, let's let's talk about uh, the sentences uh, that uh, that are recently uh, placed, la- I believe it was last week, on the news, uh, some sentences that came down 
uh, from some of the, the Trump supporters. Six months, they I believe. They got people serving long term one. for crack. They got people serving long term for crack. Yeah. They yeah. just trying to smoke it. <laughs> they were just trying to smoke it. Okay. And, and these people they, were charged with sedition, you know. I mean, they really, people. some of these charges were, were the real deal. They didn't go light on the charges, but somehow the sentences don't seem to match what well, they Steve did. Bannon, well, well, look what uh, Steve Bannon got. How many? He got six months, right? What is yeah, he's fighting now, four yeah. months, no, four months, four months. Yeah, four months. months. Your kids for contempt of Congress. Yeah, yeah, he's fighting a four months, and he's fighting months. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fighting that. Yeah, he's fighting that. Yeah, you got to go to jail and do our time so we, so, so we can go back to work. So we can go do it some more. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just the more you steal and the work your crime is, <laughs> the more brazen your crime yeah. is, the less time you seem to get. The less time you get. No, 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 White folks couldn't understand why we was well. Well, what I'm saying that black folks wasn't upset because he got off. I said like that. Exactly. Exactly. We was all sure he was going to here, and now he going to jail. I mean, we just knew he was going right. to jail. I, I never thought that. I, I, never I did. Thought that I, I, well, I, let me tell you why I didn't think that. I didn't think that because to this day, I I, I just can't see one man in a little small area to be able to kill two people all by himself. There was somebody else was there. Somebody yeah. Yeah, but I'm not talking about the track. I'm not talking about the, the, the points of the case. I'm talking about the, the you know, the you know, the political. Yeah, I, I, oh, I understand what you yeah, I, well, I, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, oh, I get what you're saying. Our, you know, we were saying at that time from our perspective, there's no way he gonna get away with that because you know we know how you know, they, and then and then firm and you know he proved or he was he 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 planted evidence and all this stuff. That's kind of stuff we know they do. And so that's why we were saying exactly. that's why we were saying away with it, you know. But then, you know, they busted him on all that, and that's how he got away with it because they. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know if he did about say that, you know, because of all that stuff they well, normally well, the gloves, do. The gloves, the gloves didn't fit. Remember, yeah, remember the gloves. You know, normally get away with that stuff, but the case is so high profile from many eyes, and they couldn't. He just, he just, he, he, he just had a good attorney. Yeah. Well, he had an excellent yeah. attorney. Yeah, you know, yeah. you guys know, I, I, I don't know if I shared this with you. I was I was stationed in in uh, California when that when that trial came about. I was there at the celebration that night. Johnny Cockrum had the massive celebration in Beverly Hills. My mm-hmm. sisters and I were at the event uh, celebrating uh, 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 the success of the case. Uh, as a matter of fact. I was so upset because I had a brand new camera and I took all of these photographs uh, and this camera with the camera. And then when we left the Beverly Hills Hotel and then we went and stopped at another location 
uh, and uh, we were going to have some late night breakfast, early morning breakfast. You may as well say because we've had we had the, you know all the stuff that they had served at the um, Beverly Hills Hotel that night. But we lived, and I was stationed. We were living out in the Inland Empire in, in uh, Loma Linda, California, mm-hmm. and uh, and so um, so that's 85 miles outside of LA, right? In the, in the Inland mm-hmm. Empire, and so. So when we when we parked, we valet parked, and we gave uh, the guy. You know how you give your, your key. I should have mm-hmm. been given uh, the valet key. I never will forget. But my but I had my camera in the in the inside the car. Someone took no. that camera with all of those mm. massive. We probably had 100 photographs on there of oh Johnny Cockrell. Oh my. Everybody. Oh my I mean, it was hurtful. Oh wow. So oh, that, wow. that was our history. Uh, mm. I never would ever forget that. <clears throat> but but mm. my sisters, my two, three sisters, and we were upset. <laughs> I had mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. photographs all evening long, all of those stars and people that were there. Probably probably five hundred people. Uh, and that in mm-hmm. that ballroom at the hotel. But uh, but yeah, I was. I to the big party and all of that. I I was really ingrained in that. Went down there. We, my mother, uh, who had um, a, a mild stroke, and so we carried her down to Dana Point. Are you guys familiar with the Dana Point? That's where that is where uh, Nicole's parents live down at Dana Point. We went down there and saw their home where they live. They were just moderately income uh, people that O.J. Simpson. Uh, brought them up to another level uh, uh, yeah. uh, economically, financially, because he was married to Nicole. We went to see the house where all of that stuff took place, and we saw that little bitty small area uh, where supposedly uh, Nicole and uh, what was the gentleman's name? Lost his Ron. name there. Ron Goldman. Ron Goldman. Ron Goldman. I'm sorry, say again? What, what about the reverse of what he was talking about earlier tonight, when we have our superstars that end up going to the other side of the street yeah. and dating uh, people that's not our sisters? Right. You know, Eric McNair yeah. was, anyway, yeah, Eric McNair got killed. Well, you know, I don't know what is about these waitresses, but, uh, you know, Eric McNair got killed by, yeah. that, you, you know, behind one of them, because uh, yeah, that's one of the Mississippi Masala yeah. things, though. So, Brother Austin don't have much to say about that, then. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm trying to make sure he's on both sides. I'm surprised. Yeah, he, right. said, he went old left. Well, I'm just saying, let me just say this. Okay, but I'm listening to this. He's quiet tonight. I think we want. Can you come in and ask me that? Come in and ask me Go ahead, Dr. Uh, Hagney. I, 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 oh, okay. I think a lot of black, I think a lot of, a lot of blacks thought he was going to uh, be convicted. They had uh, less confidence in the black attorney. See, I think that that, that showed his, his, uh, his not only understanding the judicial system, but his his ability to uh, to navigate that system. That I think that was shocking and really informative. A lot of blacks to see a black attorney. Uh, function at that level. Right. Well, I tell you what, 
uh, Johnny Cochran, not only was he an amazing attorney, he was a brilliant attorney, but mm-hmm. he, had all, uh, he had all of those Caucasian gentlemen who yeah. actually worked in his organization under his, uh, under his leadership. Under his. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and to see them, all their, uh, those girls, the father, the uh, Kardashian, uh, he was there, and all of those guys who worked in Johnny Cochran's office. And then Johnny Cochran was so powerful. Not only did he have offices in in California, in Southern right. California, mm-hmm. Northern California, but he had them in other parts of the country, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, uh, so he was he was become kind of powerful. That's an office in the well, moment. <laughs> yeah, see, see, see that's that's that, that, Johnny that, Cochran's that, office in yeah, the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's a that's a that's a lesson we need to learn today, because we apply those uh, what he applied to move that level in a whole lot of areas in this country today. We will be very we will be equally successful, because we give a lot of areas of this country too much credit as if they basically know what they're doing. But if we use that same approach and identify, and there are people that are coming up to them. There are there are blacks who are doing that can. And so that win at the game. So whether it be in healthcare, business, uh, all across the board, if they lack of done approach that. If we approach a lot of areas in this country and a lot of areas, we would be just as successful as Johnny Cochran because he understood the judicial system. And once we understand the healthcare system or whatever, we can be uh, equally successful in these United States because it's obvious that we've given too much credit to a lot of people who we thought knew what they were doing. Well, we are. Well, yeah. We know things. Ahead, have to talk about it. Yeah, uh, Robert right. Smith. Remember right. when he paid for all those students at uh, Morehouse College, those lawyers? There you go. That just there happened about a year and a half or so ago. So we just—the mm-hmm. problem is the, the media doesn't pick it up and talk about it as much. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. It's out there. There are folks out there doing the same thing. And Robert Smith, mm-hmm. I think, is a billionaire. And he yep. paid for an entire class of lawyers mm-hmm. who paid their debt to yep. zero. So we, we know it in our circle, but the world doesn't know it because uh, ABC, CBS, is not going to pick it up and talk about it all the time. Although we have the Michael Strahan's and the Gail Kings out there, people forget that you have producers and, and, and television and managers, general managers, that don't come back and let them tell the story. So that's why mm-hmm. we have to uh, lift up Dr. Shirley McKellar's, Roland Martin, and people mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. so that we can get mm-hmm. our news out there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of lifting up uh, Shirley McKellar, Shirley, now you know you got this appointment thing, and we just ain't been, I ain't heard, we, we ain't been all together where you can really kind of, uh, yeah. you know, enlighten well, she's on all of that. She, what, what happened, Arthur? Well, she's been the us. I'm, uh, I'm setting her up. Uh, this is set up piece. Uh, so, uh, she's well, set up. She's set up. She's set Well, well, before before we go there, we were just talking a little bit about uh, about uh, 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 Johnny Cochran and what a powerful, powerful man he was. I don't know if you guys know that he actually hailed out of uh, out of uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. Comes from mm-hmm. down in, in our neck of the woods, uh, and yep. then was able to establish uh, the type of practice uh, that uh, that he has been able to that he was able to that he was able to establish. Uh, I 
thought I thought it was pretty it's pretty amazing, really. Oh yes, yes. Uh, we are amazing. Shreveport's only further east Texas. Yeah, Shreveport's further east Texas. All is. Stay on twenty. There you go. There, there. Right, well, Tyler, Texas sits right in the heart of right. It's a mid, right we're hundred miles. We're one hundred miles from. Uh, we're one hundred miles from um, Shreveport, and you may as well say one hundred miles from uh, Dallas, Texas. So. Wow. I, right I, I like where Texas. we sit, right in the heart of Texas. Well, I just, I just, well, I tried to just send my letter, but uh, I tried to send it to us on our link, but it's not coming, so I'm going to have to send it to all of our email addresses. I said, you got it? I got it. Oh, I, okay, it showed that it bounced back. But I can read it to you. It's... Um, it's from the Global Outreach of His Imperial Majesty. Well, look, you got a time in pages, ain't it? it it's, uh, I think it's three pages. It's three pages oh. if, you have, if you're looking at it on your phone. And it, it oh, okay. says, uh, it's, from the, um, it's from His Majesty. It's the uh, advisory board uh, letter. I received my letter. It says, with warm regards from the throne of and I, I, let me let me sound out these well well Miss Rihanna do you have it in front of you? Let me see. And we let Miss Rihanna read it if uh, if she has it in front. Did it show up to you, Miss Rihanna? No. It's from the, okay, it's from the, the throne of Oduwa. So you should write for the the main thing I want people to know is I I, I want folks to know you know, I mean, I mean, it's not a letter, but but I want folks just know. Tell people, you know, really what this one is about, uh, what, do you, yes, you know, what the plans are, you know, just kind of give us that okay. right there. Very good. I can do that. So what this is about is that I've been appointed to uh, the uh, board, uh, and it's, it's the global uh, the global society, the advisory board for the global initiative to help uh, to get Nigeria to become a sister city to one of our countries here in uh, America, and in particular, they're interested in being a part of Tyler, Texas, an initiative we are right now. Uh, Tyler is a sister city to uh, Poland. We're a sister city to other uh, cities, uh, uh, countries in Europe. And so my task is to work, at, and we've, we've selected who we, can, who we can actually work with. Uh, and, Mr. Arthur, I, we may be calling on you uh, and maybe even Dr. Hagney with this because what we have decided is that we want to work with the National Guard State Partnership Program. That's a, a, a partnership program through the National Guard there in Nigeria, how we can tie the Texas National Guard with the National Guard State Partnership that's there in Nigeria and pull those two together and see if we can get some kind of a, a Nigerian security agreement, uh, which is one, an agreement really is already in place. So if we can tie our United States into this Nigerian security agreement, then we can put the two National Guards in our state uh, our Texas National Guard together 
uh, and that we can begin from that point and working uh, from the military side of the house. But I'll carry on and read a little bit more on the letter or just tell you a little bit more. Mine is going to be from the medical perspective to make sure that that our health care is fairly equal. We know that there is a lot of money uh, in Nigeria, but the money sits at the tip top, and so therefore that's why you have a lot of poor people that uh, don't have the health care and don't have the various just common things, good drinking water. Uh, they live in uh, Ashanti's or huts, and so we want to work toward making the lives of the Nigerians better than what they have right now. There is a population of about, oh, I'd say three or 400 Nigerians, most of which are medical that live here in Tyler, Texas. And so they're the ones who are responsible for my being uh, appointed to this board by the president of Nigeria, which they call their president, His Majesty. And so, okay. so I'm told that any time that you have been appointed or you have been accepted on the, His Majesty's board, uh, that takes you to a, another level with the people of Africa. So I was honored wow. that they asked me uh, to serve on this board. And in, in let's see, December the 13th through the 15th, I will be going to Washington, D.C. to represent uh, His Majesty at the uh, initiative, uh, the Nigerian initiative that will be presented by uh, President Biden and how that he is going to work on that initiative to improve the lives of those who live in Nigeria. That's awesome. So do you have another question that, thank you, and do you have another question to ask me, Mr. Arthur? Will this opportunity uh, allow you to not only just do that, but expand into other, possibly into other areas, uh, you know, like business and so forth? Exactly. Uh, yes, that's the key issue is economic uh, development, economic growth uh, for Nigerian people that fall below that that 2 to 4% of where the money sits, the money sits in the hands of basically His Majesty. Uh, as you know, he's very, very wealthy. Uh, and I will be uh, having the opportunity to go to Nigeria. I, 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 I don't know exactly when that will be, um, but it will take place. And uh, I will live in the, uh, in the quarters of, of His Majesty, uh, wherever that if that's on, um, like, their, their White House, where he lives mm-hmm. equal mm-hmm. to our White House, where our president mm-hmm. lives. And so uh, there awesome. are quarters uh, specifically for their guests to come during this time. Uh, this will actually be the board meeting time, and mm-hmm. this will be the discussion. I will serve, like, as an ambassador. So, um, mm-hmm. so we will be discussing on our plans of how we can get uh, help with the economic growth because everybody knows there's lots of riches and wealth in Africa in those hills mm-hmm. of gold and you mm-hmm. know, all kinds mm-hmm. of minerals. Uh, so, mm-hmm. but very few people have access to that. And so our goal mm-hmm. is to help economically, economic growth, agricultural growth. 
a medication book, all the health care, yes. because that's what yes. my letter talks about. And I will email the letter so that everybody will have a copy one, and see well, uh, this letter that comes from the Go ahead, Mr. Archer. You know, yes, sir. Well, one last question. Are, are, are they going to let you bring your own concierge? air? You gonna come with my bag? You want to carry your bag? You know, you you know what's so significant about that when you talk about the infrastructure development in Africa. Uh, I think back when they are how they are treated for even distribution of medications. Pharmaceuticals, they're usually in the right. totem pole of getting into that care. But when you think about your your connection here at the uh, University of Texas with uh, with Correct. the medical system, I mean, bring uh, the partnership from all the way up through the healthcare system. That linkage would be powerful. Yeah. The educational yes, program. Well, now with the see now with the as we know the internet and everything, you don't have to be in a class. You could teach. You know, That's those right. classes could be. Internet, you could have a class at UT right. right there in the that's school right. in in Nigeria, right. and see that's and that when we look at Africa and look at other countries, you know we talked about developing that uh, that uh, transatlantic institute where we can train a doctor in one of those countries communicating right here in America. What a blessing right. that that linkage yes, with our with our healthcare system, pharmacy school, yes. nursing school, all those with a yes. joint relationship with those schools and and then we that's what we talked that's where we missed it with South America. When we had an opportunity to develop this type of program in South America and prepare people before they come to this country. See, that's what's gonna happen right. with the Nigerian project. When you bring exactly. future people from Nigeria, they can they can hit the ground running healthcare in all areas right here in America. So that's the that's the miss that's the opportunity we missed to develop that with South American countries all the way to Africa. Healthcare training, all that training, those individuals could be training. When you look at healthcare, uh, that's that's a, that's that's a blessing. Uh, that's awesome. Well, that you is, you know is, what you. Well, my wife. Somebody asked me when you go. Well, somebody asked me when you go to get it. Someone asked me when you gonna run the mayor. I'm, I'm, I guess I don't know what you say there. Yeah, I need to. Uh, 20, 2024. 2024. <laughs> okay. 24. <laughs> 24. Okay. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, 24. But, 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 Dr. Hagney, I want you. I, I want to capitalize on what you just said. You're, you're 100 percent because uh, His Majesty, uh, he's the, he's considered the grand patriot of uh, of the Nigerian Medical Students Association, and that consists of about 70,000 of medical students all over. And so our job in this global initiative. Uh, is to to work and same thing as like what we do here in East Texas is to provide a better care a better health care for those people in the rural communities to be a wow. the, uh, the health care advocate uh, for them to help make sure that how about this immunization uh, campaign wow. I remember mm-hmm. when we went down to South America when I was in the military and we immunized my, my battle buddy. Everybody knows my battle buddy. At least if, if you guys don't, Miss Rihanna does. Miss uh, Colonel Rose Hazlick was my battle buddy in the military from day one that I walked into uh, the United States Army till day one I walked out. We spent every single part of our career together. And so she was Hispanic. 
uh, and, and you know she's since passed away, but she was Hispanic, and so therefore we, when we go down into the South American countries, uh, she was our translator and talking to, and we immunized those young students, and uh, that was doing our peace missions uh, while in the military. And so we traveled everywhere together. We did everything together. We went to every military school together, uh, everywhere, day by day. And the day she was already in the military when I walked in. And so on the third day after I went into the military, uh, she was teaching a class, right? She was teaching a medical class. I will never forget it. And so that third day, uh, something happened in her family, and she had to be off. And she said, uh, I, want, uh, I went in as lieutenant, right? She, I went in as the first lieutenant. She said, I want uh, Lieutenant McKellar to take over and teach this class. She has a master's degree in nursing, and she can teach it in my absence. And from that point on, and she'd only seen me for three days. But she saw something in me that perhaps I didn't even see in myself or never thought about. So I taught Mm -hmm. that class. I went home that night prepared. She gave me everything I needed, and I taught that class the remainder of the week. And when she came back, she got an excellent report, and we were friends from that day point on. We we Mm. went to war together. When we we did breast cancer research for the military, we, we were stationed at University of Arkansas at Little Rock. President Clinton's hometown. His his cousin was our overseer. We stayed in her home. We didn't even stay in the dorms. She kept us in her home, and we we were stationed down there for eight weeks, uh, teaching uh, breast cancer awareness and doing some research, and then going back later and doing more research. So uh, mm-hmm. so these same things that that. I did in the military. Now I'm going to have the opportunity to do this yeah. right there for, for the people in, in uh, Nigeria. That's so thank awesome. you for that interview, Mr. Awesome. Arthur. Well, I'm glad I know somebody. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yourself. yourself. Well, I think we've, had, we've had an amazing show tonight. Uh, Miss Rihanna is going to, she's giving us one minute over. So we're going to turn everything over to us. To Miss Rihanna, Miss Arthur had the last uh, comment. Yes. You interviewed me, and thank you for the interview. And now we're going to turn it over to Miss Rihanna, and we look forward to yes. being right back here next Monday on Marvelous Monday. Thank you, guys. It's always a pleasure. To thank you. Have a great week. Good night, everybody. everybody. Glad to be back. And hey, McKellar, twenty twenty four, y'all. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Ms. Rihanna. I like that. Michaela 2024. We got to remember that. Have a good night, everybody. Yes. Yeah. All yours, One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day when the war is won. We will be sure, we will be sure, oh, no. glory, glory, oh, glory, glory, hands to the heavens, no man, no weapon. 
formed against Jeff's glorious destiny. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is juxtaposition in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, the spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day, when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, no. Glory, glory, oh. glory, glory, now the war. woman and child even jesus got his crown in front of a crowd they march with the torch we gonna run with it now never look back we done gone hundreds of miles from dark roads heroes to become a hero facing the league of justice his power was the people enemy is lethal a king became regal saw the face of jim crow under a ball ego the biggest weapon it's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day, when the glory comes It will be ours Until it's done, Nelson Mandela.
Good night, everybody. See you next Monday. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.